guys welcome to the decode podcast in this series we bring you conversations with our leaders who talk about their experiences and best practices to solve new age business challenges they will be covering trending topics and will share stories around different technologies such as cloud web development blockchain mobile and various bpm tools to know more stay tuned with us Hello everyone. Welcome to DiaJ's podcast. I am Kapil Ganu, currently working with Decode since 2021. Having hands-on experience with ReactJS and Vue.js, I have also worked on PHP and its various frameworks and CMS like WordPress and Magento. I have my teammate Shreya with me today to talk about ReactJS. Hello everyone. I am Shreya Desai, working with Decode as a React developer. In today's podcast, Shreya and I will be talking about some of the trending ReactJS libraries. As React is one of the most trending front-end technology, and day by day the developers are providing a number of installable library packages that make our work easy. So let's discuss regarding the same. Sure, yeah. Okay, Shreya. So why don't you shed some light on the React JS and its features? Yeah, sure. So React JS is a front-end and open-source JavaScript library mm-hmm. which is useful in developing user interfaces, specifically for applications with a single page. Yeah. It is helpful in building complex and reusable user interface components of mobile and web application as it follows component based approach. Okay. Now uh, that we have basic understanding of React, let's talk about its primary features and functionality. Yes, there is a lot to discuss here. So can you tell me uh, what is virtual DOM, its primary features and its functionalities? Yeah, sure, why not? Actually, uh, virtual DOM is a concept where virtual representation of real dom is kept inside a memory mm-hmm. and is synced with the real dom by libraries such as react dom okay for example um, consider a list that has been rendered inside a dom yeah if one of the items in the list changes the entire list gets rendered again instead of just rendering that item that was changed or or updated okay to address the problem of inefficient updating the react team introduced the concept of virtual dom okay For every DOM object, there is a corresponding virtual DOM object which has the same properties. The main difference between the real DOM object and the virtual DOM object is that any changes in the virtual DOM object will not reflect on the screen directly. Okay, so basically, React uses two virtual DOMs to render the user interface. One of them is used to store the current state of the object, mm-hmm. and other to store the previous state of the object. Yes. So whenever the virtual DOM DOM gets updated. React compares the two virtual DOMs mm-hmm. and it gets to know which virtual DOM objects were updated. Exactly. Like after knowing which objects were updated, React only renders those objects inside the real DOM instead of renting the complete real DOM. Mm-hmm. So in this way, the use of virtual DOM, React is solving the problem of inefficient updating. Yes, I think this is one of the reason why developers are attracted towards the JS framework, and it works on virtual DOM. and makes the app faster as compared to the other one yes shreya you mentioned about react libraries mm-hmm. i feel one of the significant reasons for the growth of the react js is the array of react component libraries definitely kapil developers have developed beautiful user interfaces for web desktop and hybrid application using this easy to use libraries mm-hmm. and one of them is material ui well yes material ui is a simple and customizable component library to build beautiful and more accessible react applications much faster absolutely it was created by google with over 70.1k stars 
in 23.2k forks on GitHub. Wow. It became the most popular UI package of all the React libraries. Mm-hmm. Also, it provides a wide range of helpful components like app bars, autocomplete, badges, button, cards, dialog boxes, icons, menus, sliders, and a lot more. Yeah. It also offers React themes and templates. So, you can have the custom color theme for your app. Yeah. So, Shreya, Bootstrap versus Material UI. Which one would you choose to develop your next web app? Basically, I would choose Material UI rather than Bootstrap mm-hmm. because it also depends on the complexity of the app. Exactly. But let's discuss a bit more regarding Bootstrap and Material UI first. Sure, why not? Okay, uh, let me uh, move towards the Bootstrap. Okay. Bootstrap is a powerful CSS, HTML, JS framework that helps you to create responsive web applications. Yeah. It is the most popular framework for building apps for both mobile and desktop. The original name is Twitter Blueprint because Bootstrap was developed by the Twitter team as an internal framework. Okay. The first release as an open source project was on 19th of August 2011. The main goal of that framework was to make developers' life easier and to encourage consistency across the internal tools. Apps such as Airbnb, Dropbox, Apple Music, Twitter, Coursera, Bloomberg are built on the top of the Bootstrap. Oh, okay. So, on the other hand, Material UI is a React UI framework mm-hmm. that allows the principle of material design. Okay. It is based on Facebook's React framework and contains components that are made according to material guidelines. Okay. So, Material Design was developed by Google in 2014, while Material UI was developed by a small, dedicated and passionate team in 2017. Exactly. So, the first beta version of Material UI on GitHub came out on June 23 in 2017. Mm-hmm. And the first running version dates from 2018 according to the official website. Okay. So, Material UI is basically strongly connected with Material Design. But you should not be confused between the two. Material UI is just a React component library mm-hmm. without Material Design. Okay. That's why we build a comparison from the perspective of the fact that Material guidelines go first okay. and material framework then follows it. Mm-hmm. So Google uses material design in all its products. Mm-hmm. Material UI is also used by NASA, Amazon, Unity, JP Morgan, etc. Okay. If we talk about the grid structure, mm-hmm. Bootstrap Grid is a flexible and fully responsive mobile-first grid system okay. that uses containers, rows, columns to help the app product any screen. Rows and columns merge to create one or more containers. The bootstrap grid system is 12 column system that has a range of rules to follow. Yes. For example, rows can serve to create columns. There must be no content inside the row. Okay. Only columns can be immediate children of the rows. Okay, Shreya, as I've already explained regarding the bootstrap grid system, I would like you to continue with the material UI grid system. So, material designs, responsive UI is based on a 12 column grid layout. Column width is flexible, yes. while gutter widths that form the space between the content are fixed values in the range between 0 and 10 pixels. Okay. Margin widths that separate the content from the left and right screen borders are also defined as fixed values. Mm-hmm. Gutter and margin widths can be either equal or not. Okay. Grid system adopts when the screen size reaches some predetermined values or breakpoints. Mm-hmm. When that happens, the layout adjusts to the screen it changes the number of columns mm-hmm. where the app places its content. Okay. So, this provides developers and users with a fully responsible UI. Okay, Shreya. Great. 
So, as we already discussed regarding the grid system of the yeah. bootstrap and material, material guy. Mm-hmm. So, I would like to come towards the speed of the development. Okay. As we mentioned before, bootstrap goes with many UI components like topography, tables, buttons, navigation, labels, alerts, tabs, and so on. Yeah. It provides enough necessary elements to build a good-looking design with modest efforts and allow developers to concentrate on the functionality of the app. Yes. Furthermore. There are a lot of themes and templates to download on the web that results in high development speed. Yeah, so Material UI provides developer with material-based UI components. Mm-hmm. They help save some time on design and app development too. Mm-hmm. But since Material UI is mostly a set of UI components, mm-hmm. it doesn't offer such a great boost to the development speed as Bootstrap does. Mm-hmm. If you want to uh, improve your development speed, uh, speed significantly okay. it's better to use material templates yeah exactly so as we have already discussed a lot regarding the bootstrap and material UI but still there is a question that which one is good what exactly we should use uh, for our next step that is material or bootstrap uh, as both of them have, are having their own pros and cons so depending upon the condition and the app and its complexity developers have their own choice that what they want to proceed with yeah that's true it depends on their choice only. Okay. So, the next major library is Styled Components. Exactly. Uh, it is a library built for React and React Native developers also. Yeah. Yes, Shreya. It allows using component level styles in your application. Mm-hmm. Style Components leverage a mixture of JavaScript and CSS using a technique called CSS in JS. Okay. Style Components are based on a tag template literals, meaning actual CSS code is written between backticks when styling your components. Okay. This gives developers the flexibility of reusing their CSS code from one project to another. Okay. With style components, there is no need to map your created component to the external CSS styles. Yeah. So, now that we have discussed some React libraries, mm-hmm. there is one another important library that is Redux. Redux. Yeah. yeah. So, Kapil, can you please share knowledge about Redux? Yeah, sure. Why not? The major problem faced by many developers while working on a big application is state management. Yeah, definitely. That's a very big problem exactly. that we face continuously. In an initial phase, when users, when the developers start learning React, so what they do is just directly use props and states in their own uh, component. Yes. But it's good until and unless the application is small, it's very good. But as the complexity of the application goes on, mm-hmm. uh, it's a bit difficult to manage it. So, in that case, Redux was introduced. Yeah, most of the user face the problem of prompt drilling. And exactly. And so from that, we use Redux. Yeah. So, Redux resolves the state transfer problem by storing all of the states in a single place called a store. Okay. So, managing and transferring states becomes easier as all of the states are stored in the same component store. Yes. Every component in the application can directly access the required state from that store. Yeah, so that's uh, about the Redux, but mm-hmm. there are a few important principles of Redux, mm-hmm. which are a single source of truth, Yes. state is read-only, mm-hmm. and changes are made with pure function. Exactly. So, let me tell something about these three principles. Sure. In single source of truth, the state of your whole application is stored in an object tree within a single store. Exactly. Second principle is state is read-only. Mm-hmm. So, here... The only way to change the state is to initiate an action mm-hmm. and object describing what happened. Yeah. And in the third change, mm-hmm. 
third principle which is changes are made with pure functions mm-hmm. so here to specify how actions transform the state tree you need to write pure reducers exactly so redux also has three building parts okay yeah there are three building parts that is that are actions store and reducers. reducers exactly can you elaborate a little for the better understanding yeah sure so the first that i told is actions yes so actions are events they are the only way you can send data from your application to your redux yeah uh the data can be from user interactions mm-hmm. api calls or even from the form submissions yes so basically actions are plain javascript objects mm-hmm. and they must have a type property to mm-hmm. indicate the type of action to be carried out exactly so the next one is reducers, reducers. uh here reducers are pure functions mm-hmm. that take the current state of your application mm-hmm. they perform an action in the return a new state yes so this state are stored as objects and they specify how the state of an application changes mm-hmm. in response to an action sent to the store exactly. uh, store yeah so basically redux takes the previous state of the app return mm-hmm. a new state mm-hmm. based on the action passed to it mm-hmm. now kapil can you continue with the last part of the building block of redux sure why not so the last component is store the store holds application state it is highly recommended to keep only one store in any redux application okay you can access the state stored update the state and register or unregister listeners via helper methods great kapil now we know what redux is its use its components and a lot more let's move on to the conclusion of this great discussion sure why not so till now we have discussed a lot regarding react js virtual dome few of the trending libraries there is lot more to discuss but i would like to end this session over here I'm hoping it will be very informative to our listeners. Yeah, I'm hoping for the same. So, as we know, in the future, React JS will be a game changer. Mm-hmm. Developers who are familiar with JavaScript will be able to use React to create unique products. Exactly. Companies will continue to hire JavaScript programmers, but React programmers will definitely gain an advantage. Yeah, React programmers will get a lot of advantage in the future. Yeah. So you can look forward to bright days ahead and want to make the most of your react skills. Thank you Kapil for sharing your knowledge with us. I'm glad to be a part of this wonderful conversation. It was great to have a knowledgeable conversation with you since I was able to learn new things and hoping our listeners did as well. Oh, that's really great of you. I'm glad to know that. I'm happy to share the information with you all. We being the developers are always considered to be learners. So it's good to share our knowledge and enhance our development skills. Yeah. Thanks to all of our listeners for giving your precious time. I hope the conversation will help you all a lot to brush up your React skills. Thank you guys. Thanks. Keep learning. Bye bye. Thank you everyone. Keep learning. Bye bye. Thanks for tuning in. You can find the summary in the show notes. You can also follow us on our social media handle. The handle is Decode Solutions. Spelled as D E Q O D E. If you have any questions, feedbacks, or just want to reach out and suggest a topic, do not hesitate. Don't forget to share this episode and get early access to upcoming ones by subscribing to the Decode Podcast.